Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help ease your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's ruined. Oh, hello. Welcome to Ruined. Hello. I'm Hallie. And I'm Allison. This is a horror movie where we ruined a horror movie. Wait. <laughs> This is a horror movie. We're ruining a podcast just for you. Honestly, Wait a minute. that sounds great too. Um, yeah, so this is, of course, a podcast. We ruined a horror movie. Um, yeah. Allison, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, I just, before we were recording this, was chomping down on a very crunchy half sour pickle. And God, that makes me want a pickle so bad. It, like, I mean, Pickles Nothing are hits. that thing where, like, they they satisfy both my want mm-hmm. for something, like, super savory or salty, um, but also something crunchy and also uh, hydration. <laughs> like, yes. like, a really good, like, a really good crunchy, like, I like my pickles to be borderline still cucumbers. I'm the same of, way. I Yeah, I— I don't I, like a really, really soggy pickle. How do you um, feel like, I hate the bread and butters. Color. I was going to say, like, do you like a sweet pickle? Like, that? yeah. Yeah, it was really— Really delightful. I love uh, I love a pickle. And it kind of like just like cuts through any like grease you've consumed. Like it's just a nice, a nice little, a little snack to feel like it's good for you because the vinegar, it's like good for your gut and like all those things. So I really am thrilled with my treat. You know what? I'm going to suggest a pairing. Hit me. Um, a piece of pizza and a pickle. Delicious. Co- seem like they'd be good complements to each other. Yeah. But who's doing it? Well, are, are we gonna I do don't it? see it much. I mean, one of my all-time favorite things is to have a grilled cheese and one or two really crunchy, sour pickles. Okay. Then I think we're heading the right direction. Yeah, it's similar. Similar vibes. Um, um, I just want to say this kind of reminds me of, um, I've never eaten Somalian food, but of course the Instagram reels is just people trying different foods. And that's yes. all I want to watch that's anyways. Fine. And um, it's sort of... Uh, one of the ways in which Somalian food is served is with a banana. So you're sort of eating a savory dish and then you're also eating a banana. Oh, interesting. I feel like I was born, born for this yeah. cuisine. Are I, you a big salty sweet mixer? Huge fan and me especially too. a banana fan. Because I interesting. feel like, and having them separate to me, it's like versus like a cooked banana, which is good, but like, you know what I mean? It can be a little sure, mushy. Sure. Like to have a, a raw banana and then a cooked savory dish. What type of, like, what texture of food is it typically, like, is it, like, a stew and you're eating a banana? Yes, or is it I think more it's like, like a heart, like a... Like, yeah, sort of a stew, potentially, yeah, like a, a cooked dish, mm-hmm. um, a soup, a, mm-hmm. um, okay. a pasta even. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a cooked meal versus, like, I understand, like, a, like a rice dish versus, like, a sandwich or something. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. No, this is a fully cooked— or like a salad-y type, like, where it's, like, more raw, more crunchy. Yes, yeah. Let's but see. But this is a cooked dish. Yeah, cooking, cooking with uh, meat, uh, sort of a polenta-looking dish. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. And then a fucking ripe banana. Oh! Yeah. I could fuck around with that. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, 
Well, uh, shout out to every Somalian person while yes. I was listening. And I guess it's like one of those things where I have never had their cuisine. So now I have to, now it will become yeah. my, um, I, I want to say hyperfixation, but my mother calls them enthusiasms. Oh, I one think that's nice. One of my enthusiasms. One of your enthusiasms. Finding a Somalian food in LA. How are you doing? I'm good. God, I'm trying to think. I, it's one of those things that I'm currently taking a couple of days off. Just like, we're, this is uh, September 1st. We're recording this. Yeah. Just And I just like, I I really struggle to relax. And also, there's just so much to do. Like, I'm just setting up doctor's appointments. It's I, nonstop. I have to go to FedEx. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'd really like to do something fun. It's like, no, I, I really just got to like clean and do all the other human stuff that I've been putting off. Yeah. But that's not much of a vacay. Yeah, I my plan on Monday while everyone is off, including me, but, you know, from what, um, is to, like, completely empty out and reorganize my, like, front closet that's, like, a mm-hmm. catch-all for everything I own that doesn't make sense in another place. And it's chaos in there. And I've got to deal with it. It's like, there's, like, a beach umbrella, batteries, mm-hmm. like, old photos, uh Water cans. Like, it's just chaos. Well, how about I do the same, and then we could be cleaning our big oh. catch-all closets at the same time. I really like that. Let's do that on Monday. Uh, you know, cross-country. Because what else are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to get stoned and put on some music and just slowly go through everything that's in there and hopefully throw some stuff away. Sounds like a treat. Yes. Um, also, I'm going to go see Bottoms. I, mean, I haven't seen a, a oh. non-horror movie in forever. I'm going to try to see some non-horror movies. That's fun. I'm excited to see that. People have said it's really funny. And yeah. I just want a movie that's not the movie Strays, which yes. I will continue yes. to have a, a horrific vendetta against. I want a movie that feels like a human being wrote it. And I refuse. Yes. And that human beings are in it. <laughs> And human beings are in it, and I refuse to see anything less. I don't need it to be the best movie in the world. I just need to have a human touch. Don't tell me about any more Star Wars movies. Don't tell me about any more Marvel Marvel. movies. I don't want to hear about any fucking IP. Oh, it's like a a book or something. That's fine. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. But not like the 10th iteration of of an entertainment institution. Like, I just don't want it anymore. I want new, fun, human stories. And if they're queer, that's even better. Even better. Um, but yeah, uh, let us begin. We are doing Greatest Fears Month. Yes. Uh, and we are using our own Greatest Fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, to we, do, yes. We did The de- the Dentist last week with The Dentist from I'll tell you, I brushed my teeth after we finished recording. Oh, fuck, I did. You just see my teeth just start to fall out. <laughs> but then I had the pickle and I'm just like... We were mixing some stuff here. But. Interesting. Yeah, it's like drinking orange juice after brushing your teeth. Yeah. Um, we are doing, uh, this week, uh, we're going to do Heights, one of Allison's yes. fears. Oy, now, we are going to do, I, I tried to do, uh, watch the t- uh, 2022 movie Fall, because it's yeah. about uh, two women climbing an extremely long ta- tall tower. That but tower. I had a problem with my Netflix account, or just <laughs> sort of like, I will just never use Netflix if that like if you're making it hard for me. That's the was one. Was it like a login situation or was it like was this like, title is unavailable? This or? title's unavailable for um, if you have a subscription where you have ads. But I didn't realize that's what I had, so I was like, oh, I'll upgrade to no ads because it's not that much more expensive. But then like right. it doesn't take effect until like the next the next time billing it cycle. So I was like, <sighs> I guess I can watch it after September 30th. So then what did I do? Anywho, the fact that they're trying to do this means obviously they're not making money. Streaming yes, is a course. scam. You know what? Streaming do you do? is a scam. They don't pay residuals. They yeah. don't take care of their 
artists and employees. So yeah, and if they fuck think them. that if they think those yachts of theirs aren't going to go up in flames sometime soon, they they got another thing coming. Orcas, do your thing. Um, but I did find a movie that I had wanted to watch uh, for the pod for a while, and that movie is 2010's Frozen. Yes. And we always like to have Allison watch the trailer. Allison, what did you think about the trailer for Frozen? This is very scary. This yes, has a lot good. of, this has like a lot of different fears all good. in I'm one so of mine. Okay, um, heights being a big one, but also being abandoned somewhere yes. is mm-hmm. like a very scary, like, I don't know if I would like identify that as like, I'm terrified of, but like, and then also uh, dark. Deeply dark. Deeply dark. Dark, Darkness. trapped at night outside high in up. the wintertime. Yes. High up. And high up. It's everything. It's, it's all the everything. stuff. And so then there's I more, didn't like it. I don't know if it's in the trailer because I have not watched the trailer. Oh, there's another. Wolves? The other other men is wolves. And honestly, yes. I didn't I didn't look. I, I just started watching this. I wasn't anticipating the wolves. I was like, oh boy, take it from oh bad boy. to worse. Wow. I'm not afraid of wolves, but in this context, I would be. Yes, of course. I very much would be. Yes. Um, we always take a baseline scary. And I guess what I would ask you, Allison, which, how does this, just from the trailer, what of this evokes in you the biggest fear? And then also, because you said you're uh, afraid of heights. Mm -hmm. What to you is like the most, the, the, a situation with heights you would never find yourself in? Because a chairlift is high, but it's not that high. I, like, I used to ski a lot when I was younger Mm -hmm. and, I didn't love being on the chairlift, but I could kind of like dissociate for the ride. Because it's very then, brief. Yeah, you just don't take it too long. To me, it's like I saw, there was something I saw on TikTok that wasn't even supposed to be like ev- like evoking this the other day, but it was like, um, I get served a lot of like New York real estate shit. And it's like, oh. you know, look at this $57 million penthouse. And I'm like, well, okay. Um, but it was a guy who was like on like, the 50th floor of this, like, no luxury apartment building. And he was out on their terrace and he was, like, on, leaning on no the railing. And it's, like, it was, like, a glass wall. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, you know, it came up to, like, maybe his, like, waist. Ooh. And I was, like, I don't think that that is high. Like, like, a straw, like, I, and so there was a drone that was, like, kind of, like, zooming in and out. And I was, like, this is so like I could like I remember my friend lived on the thirty first floor in Midtown of a building and he had floor to ceiling windows and I, I couldn't do it I wouldn't go near no, the window I, I was either. like across the I was like up against the front door the whole time and like it no. was and that wasn't even that bad in comparison to like what some heights are like I don't I don't I don't get I'm it I'm not bad on flying I like mm-hmm. can I have other fears with flying you're kind of contained and you're also moving. You can just so not just look out. You can not look out the window and like you're not visually aware of the height situation. But like being yeah. on a ladder, being up on a like I just I live on the third floor and I have a terrace. To me, that's high enough. I you know, I yeah, whenever you see like window washers in New York yeah. on the outside no. of a building. Well, no. I the, the I always get video of and I'm assuming this is the building you get a video as well as the Central Park Tower which oh, yeah. has 98 above ground stories. Nope. Um, and it is the second tallest building in New York City, the United no. States, and the Western Hemisphere, the 15th tallest building in the world. And literally, like, I've seen, you know, because obviously they're like, oh, look how luxurious. I don't know what no. rich people think being alive is. I No. Like, just to be that high is 
there's something in me, my I don't know if it's my lizard brain or my mammal brain no. or what. It is perverse in a I very like particular it. terrifying way. And I'm just thinking, New York gets rain, it gets wind, it gets snow. You want to be up that high? No. Hearing your windows flex against no. the fucking wind? No. no. When you're and there's like certain tall buildings that sway in yes. the wind and the rain. They have like, to because they're in order built so it doesn't way. get knocked down. So you right. have to know that it's going to sway. And you're 1,500 feet above the no. earth? No. You might as well be on the moon. I have no interest. No fucking interest. That is not impressive. If I, yeah. if I, if I met someone be like, you have to, whatever this idiot. is, you have to control it. Stop it. You have to see a doctor about whatever is making you live here. Um, so we're on the same page and I'm really glad. Would yes. you like to guess the twist in 2010's Frozen, Allison? Guess the twist. Okay, so from what I can tell from the trailer, it's these three friends that are going skiing and snowboarding, and they, like, scam their way into getting a lift ticket without mm. paying. My guess is the lift operator saw their grift and intentionally trapped them up there. Oh, malicious. Malicious, yeah. malignant, evil, depraved, debased. And we love to see it. Let it's us true. begin. Ruining Frozen. <gasps> We open on a beautiful ski slope. Oh, wait, I did ask. Are you, do you, you do ski? Were you so ski I used to ski. I can't ski anymore because my back, obviously. But yeah. I spent my you whole shatter youth, into a million pieces. Yeah, I spent my whole youth skiing a lot. We used to go, my dad and I used to go out to Colorado and ski um, in the powder. And I would ski up and down the West Coast all the time. And I, But I haven't done it since college. Yeah, we used to it's go. such a bummer. We used to go skiing. We're from Northeast Ohio. And right. we would go to um, the ski it's just like sort of like a smaller, I don't even know what you call it. It's not a resort, but it's like. Like a slope. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, I believe they've been having, I don't even know if it's still open because of um, climate change. Climate change. Like Northeast Ohio does not get the snowfall. Like when I was in fifth grade, I remember going and it was like, there were like five feet of powder. Like we got yes. so much like lake effect snow. Yeah. And now I really wonder if this is. Okay, it looks like it's still open. But yeah, I imagine that it is a struggle I think a lot to keep of the, snow on it. A lot of the ski slopes got hit. Like, I think about, like, we used to go in Western Maryland and in, in New York State and Pennsylvania all the time. And, like, none of those places got snow in the last two years. So I don't know what's happening with that. But yeah, and it looks like, okay, I, I found their Instagram. It looks like they do a lot of, like, nature stuff, like, you okay. know, like other par- seasons. Like, they have, like, concerts and stuff there that's smart i i yeah because I, I i i do wonder that is part of um part of a, a sporting world that i wonder if yeah i just climate change naturally affecting it yeah um, what that's gonna look like I, skiing did you ski or snowboard or both i did ski I, snowboarding was like popular in the 90s but yeah. i never i remember my brother's trying it I just didn't yeah. have any interest. I thought it looked me cool, neither. but I was just like, eh, it's not for me. I was like, I already, once I learned how to ski and was like a decent skier, I was like, well, I'm not going to start from scratch. Like, it took a minute to get good at skiing. Like, I yeah. just be I, able to do what I'm doing. I guess I feel like, um, I, oh, I, my problem was like, this, I had the same problem at the beach. I want to do something for about a half an hour. Yeah. So it's like, you go, you have to pay money to rent a all the stuff. Day. You know, so you're there for hours because, like, your parents are like, we buy you these fucking passes. You're going to be here for five for hours, bitch. 
And I just did, uh, after about an hour, I'm like, I'm just going to go drink hot cocoa. And I do love af- like après ski culture. Oh, oh yeah, a snuggly little sweater, little like, packet of um, you're kind of like your mix. cheeks are ruddy from being outside, and you've like exercised, so you that. kind of get to like enjoy. Like I remember getting like hot chocolate and like chicken tenders and fries and heaven. I will say, I do remember somebody tweeting it was like um, the Winter Olympics were in- invented so that white people can win some of the sporting events. <laughs> And I, mean, I, I correct. If, if you look at the demographics of who was playing, uh, the, the, of course. But I remember when they had the Winter Games in Sochi and they had to basically import all the snow because they didn't yeah. have snow then. And that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, there were like dogs walking. They claimed they were like dogs walking around in the, um, the hallways of the hotels. I don't think okay. that was true. But um, yeah, what a time in our nation's history. Well, uh, moving on, I suppose. Let us begin ruining the movie Frozen. Mm. Allison, we open on a ski slope and we meet our friends. They are Dan, Parker, and Lynch. That's his last name. His first name is Joe. And basically, uh, Dan and Lynch have been at this ski place before and Parker sort of brought along. She is Dan's girlfriend. And there's already established that Lynch and Parker sort of, uh, Lynch does not like Par- Parker because he sees her as sort of butting in on their bro time. Okay, yes, of course. And he's been friends with Dan since they were in first grade. And he's like, and, and the implications, they're in college and Parker's sort of Dan's first real serious girlfriend. And they have a, seemingly a really positive, healthy relationship, but Lynch is very jealous of their like connection and time. And he's already like, oh my God, we got to bring her. This is supposed to be like our, we go skiing together and that's our thing. But- they're waiting at the ski slope because they do not have enough money for a pass. So what they do, these two guys, when they've gone before, is wait until there's a woman who works at the ski lift. Yes. And one of them will go and hit on her and then give her $50 and be like, let's just let's let us ride. We're paying you directly. We have our own stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And usually it works. Allison, this time, the person who shows up is a dude. And mm. everyone has to be heterosexual, apparently. Yep. So they say, Lynch and Joe, oh, sorry, uh, Lynch and Dan say to Parker, you're going to go hit on this guy? You're going to say, you mean my girlfriends? Okay, you're not going to mention us. We want want to know, oh, we forgot our, our credit cards. This is so embarrassing. We drove all the way here. Is there any way you could let us ride? And uh, Dan leans over and unzips her coat and like so she, to see her like cleavage. He's like, you're going to do great. And he gives her 50 and, uh, 250, so 50 and $100. Yeah. Um, so she goes over to the scam, the ski lift guy. And Lynch tours and just unleashes all of his pent-up friend animosity <laughs> towards her. And, like, turns yeah. Parker to Dan, um, Dan immediately. He's like, why did you have to come? We haven't seen you at Fezzy Wigs for $1 drafts all semester or at Monday Night Football. It's like you're Ugh. pussy-whipped, you know? Right. And there, the ski resort is called Mount Holliston. He's like, Mount Holliston used to be our thing. And Dan, it seems like the most emotionally mature college guy. He's just like, you know, you got to tell me when you're this upset. Like, you don't, don't let it build up. Like, I. Wow. I watch That's football with some you. emotional yeah. maturity. And he's like, I watched football with you last week. He's like, and they're just like, well, yeah, I know, but that's not the same thing. And it's like, try to like have this conversation. But she's like, oh, I'm spending more time with my girlfriend. You know, this seems like a serious thing. Lynch was sort of a, a, my life partner. And now it's like, you know this sort of friend jealousy of a romantic partner, mm-hmm. but then we can't have any more backstory because Parker comes over, the guy bought it, you know? Well, she, they're going up. Yeah. And Dan and Beely's like, you know, they, they're in line. And of course the guy's like, I thought you said your girlfriends are riding live. And she's like, I'm sorry. 
And they get on the lift and immediately Dan says, you gave him the full hundred dollars? She's like, I never scammed anyone before. I, I never, I've never. Well, what was she supposed to do? Why said, did he give her a hundred dollars? And then she says, you gave me two fifties. So I was supposed to ask for change or but I was trying to convince this guy to let us on the fucking lift. And Dan's like, no, you're right. And I want to say great work, babe. And Parker says, okay. you never call me pet names. You just call me Parker. And so then you kind of see Dan try to intentionally call her babe and baby to make her, like, because she clearly likes it. And I was yeah. like, oh, he's taking what she said. And he's like, oh, I don't use pet names. I should call her baby. She likes wow, that. Wow, Dan. Oh, I'm so impressed by this character. I know. And I feel really bad what's going to happen to oh, him. No. So, of course, we get on the ski lift. And we're already here, like, the groaning, the metal, the straining. Yes. They're, they're like, having a time with their lives. We know that they're in a horror movie. So, yes. we're, we're seeing, I mean, like, even the hearing cable. those sounds yes. when you know you're you're likely to be safe and you're actually ski like, is not a nice thing to hear. It's the you, dental drill. You're, like. Exactly. Mm-mm, exactly. Mm-mm. Right. Because you just imagine you'll just hear, like, the, the metallic, like, spring. And then the, the whole thing will just fucking drop. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But uh, Lynch keeps tra- trying to want to pick a fight with Parker and sort of, like, position him, like, triangulate against her. And it's like, dude, just, like, learn to like her a little bit and then yeah. you can all hang out. It's, you know what I mean? Like, just accept that this is a natural part of life. But they're all supposed to be, like, 20, you know what I mean? And so she lights up a cigarette and she smokes. And he's like, oh, wow, I'm really enjoying the fresh mountain air. Let me see what it smells like. An old man's dental floss, which I thought was a funny way to describe the smell that of cigarette is smoke. Interesting. And she's like, oh, my God, we're outside. Like, it's not a big deal. And Parker then says, when do you think we'll be back? Like, because basically the idea is that they are probably like an hour or two drive from their college. So okay. they go for a couple hours. And they, it's like, when do you think we'll be back? Because I have all this reading to do. And Lynch says, see, she's already breaking the first rule of ski day. No talking about anything else. Except it's like, it's powder. You know, like, we are here to unplug. And as a result, Allison, they have left all of their cell phones in their locker. Great. So none of them have a cell phone. Because it's 2010. You'd be like, well, we if we were skiing, we would have our cell phones on us because everyone has their cell phone all yeah, the time. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah, you're like that's like one of the good things that cell phones have provided us is this, this ability to be like. This scenario could, you have, wouldn't like, happen. Like communication in a dangerous scenario. Yeah. But. And they, so, of course, they had to explain it because otherwise, yeah, one of them right. would have their phone you'd be able to call. Um, but suddenly the lift stops. And also it's like, 10 a.m. Like, they're there early. So it's still daytime. There's people, there's a ton of people on the slopes. Lift stops, and Parker starts freaking out. And Lynch realizes, wait a minute, are you afraid of heights? Would you be afraid if I did this? And he starts shaking the chair. Oh, my God. Just go to jail. I will say I am very afraid of specifically um, roller coasters and Ferris wheels. Yes. And I do think it's from growing up and being, like, stopped at the top of the Ferris wheel and someone going like, whoa, what about this? Yes, it's for like, sure. I wouldn't care for that. Please don't do that. Also, we would be the, like, I just assumed that if someone were to shake my cart, I, mine would be the one where the bar comes off in my hand and, and then I fall out. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, absolutely. And again, we hear the cable groaning above them. Finally, the lift gets moving again. They get to the top of the slope. And again, a very cute Dan and Parker moment. So Dan is snowboarding and is teaching Parker to snowboard. Okay. Lynch is uh, skiing, and it, like the implication is that uh, Lynch and Dan are both pros. Dan okay. is trying to teach Parker, and he insists that she wears a helmet. And I, and he's like, "Listen, I know this seems like a childlike thing, which she's like, no one else is wearing a helmet." He's like, "Pros wear it. It's just the only safe way to really practice, like, to learn how to snowboard is wear a helmet." Also, now everyone wears a helmet when exactly. they're skiing and snowboarding. Yes. 
This was well, just like right before it was the thing. And she's arguing with him, but I'm like, if if I was dating a woman and she's like, I bought you a helmet to protect your little brain while you learn to snowboard, I I would propose. Like I'm yes. like, that's the nicest thing. I'm yes. like, Dan's really looking out for you, girl. You don't want your head to burst open when it hits the fucking right. ground. Uh, meanwhile, Joe goes over to help this hot brunette whose name is Shannon, who falls out of her skis and he's helping her fashion, uh, like uh, put her foot straps back on. And then this guy named Ryan comes over and shoves Joe to the ground. Like it's the 50s and we're at, yeah. we're like, in a, I don't know, like a beach musical or whatever. <laughs> Shannon says, Ryan, like, how could you do this? And helps Lynch up. So now they're actually flirting. Before he genuinely was just helping her with her skis. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, okay. Right. So if this, this guy. Something. Yeah. And uh, they're flirting, but then she ends up sort of. Uh, skiing away and you know we'll see her in a little bit later and then we have a very cute montage of dan trying to teach parker how to snowboard and Aww. lynch being in the background being like oh my god like oh <laughs> like just complaining and being like just go ski bro she stinks but in a very funny where it's like yes. yeah this guy's being immature but it's like wow we have to train teacher she's falling down you know <laughs> but then later they're at the ski lodge parker's getting again hot cocoa from a mix the best time mm, yes and uh, Lynch is grumbling about, like, we spent all day on the bunny hill. We didn't even go to any of the, like, the Black Diamond or whatever. And I had to watch your girlfriend fall on her ass. Like, wow, what a great day. And, of course, as soon as he's done complaining, Parker is immediately standing behind him with her cocoa. And she's like, look, I, I don't want to ruin anything. I'll go to the locker. I'll get my phone. I'm sure I have messages. You guys just go and do, like, a more, like, a, whatever. I know, sophisticated. Like, go do one of the other more complicated runs. I yeah. don't care, you know, but, you know, Dan says, no, I, we want you to come with us. And of course, Lynch feels bad that she, he, she heard him talking shit. So he's like, yeah, no, we'll just go again. It's fine. By this well, point, fine. by this point, night has fallen, but it is winter. Mm-hmm. And so that's like 345. Exactly. So, you know, uh, basically there, I, believe they say like oh when is this place closed this other place closes at 10 so they do that like these places are open later you know they're well lit and everything um but it also could be 5 p.m like i don't know at this right. point um it's i remember dark. night skiing was like a thing yes and it was, fun. And it was really fun yeah and uh, but i guess this place doesn't have it because they also bring that up um and shannon stops uh uh, Lynch is like, thanks again for helping me. I'm so sorry that guy, that guy Ryan is not my boyfriend. He's an ex-boyfriend. I just want to be mm. clear. Mm. And so that was really rude. And we're trying to be friends, but obviously it's not working out because I'm not going to yes. deal with that, you know. And she says, like, do you come up here? And he says, yeah, we're here pretty much every Sunday. And she says, me and my friend come every Sunday. I guess I'll, I'll see you next week. And he says, yeah. And he goes back, he's like, oh, I don't have my phone, but I want to take your number. And, but she doesn't have her phone either. And neither have a pen. So he goes... <laughs> Okay. Why do you tell me your phone number and I'll try to remember it? Oh. And I was like, and I mean this, Allison. If I put a gun to your head, if I put no. a drill, if I put a drill in your mouth, could okay. you remember any numbers that are in your cell phone right now? I only know my parents' house phone number because it's the same from when I was growing up. Like that has it. Like yes, I know I get my that. phone number. I don't know. Including my parents' cell phone numbers. I don't know any other phone numbers. I, I remember the phone yes. number for the Domino's in my neighborhood when I was growing up, and we would call them from the of pool course. every day. Yes. Nine eight seven three thousand. Um that was well, three area it, codes. I was like, that's jingle. So I feel like that's easier to, to yeah, remember. Right. Three thousand. But like yeah. yeah, do you know any could you remember a phone number? 
I believe I could tell you Jess's cell phone number, okay. but really the number, and then Dave's number I know, but I always forget. So I actually have both their numbers written down, and my parents. Oh, I, I carry should. like a, it's literally just a piece of paper in my wallet with their numbers written down. That's honestly very smart, and I think I might start doing that. Well, just cause somebody. Because I, I got my phone stolen, yeah. and luckily I was with friends who also had Dave's number. Like it yes. was like, they they were able to trace back to like my parents' cell phone number. Yes. Which, a shout out to my friends and to Dave for thank you That's, for helping me in yeah, that moment. Wonderful. But um no, and especially I could maybe remember it if I was able to sit here it, quietly in my room for 20 minutes. In the scenario they're gonna no, be in, I wouldn't remember my own it's name. It's chaos. Everybody's yeah. doing stuff. You're like all like you know keyed up on flirting. You're still skiing. There's a yeah, million there's things no and sounds way, around. There's no way if someone told me their cell phone number, I would remember it. There's never no, well so uh, they go and they want to take like a la- one last run. And apparently they've only gone up four times. But it's like the way it's laid out is like you sort of ski through the whole resort before yeah. you get to. So they've gone up four times, but like they've been doing it for hours, right? And they go to find this lift guy and shutting down early because a storm's coming in. And they're like, come on, man. We gave you $100. We've only run up four times. And Parker's sort of like, you know, giving a big puppy dog eyes. And they're like, just one more. And that's it. He's like, okay, but that's it. And you guys are the last ones. So he's trying to do them a solid, but of course that solid will backfire. Yeah. So as soon as they start heading up the hill, the lift guy, whose name is Jason, uh, has sees his coworker Rifkin coming over. And Rifkin says, hey, you got to go talk to our boss because he wants you to work next weekend. And Jason's like, I took that off two months ago. It was my brother's fucking bachelorette party. I've told him this a million times. I am not working next weekend. So he's already distracted, right? Yes. And then he throws Rifkin the keys to the lift. And he's like, there are three more on the lift. And when you see them come down um, the mountain, you can shut the whole thing down. But don't don't leave before you see the three. Okay. Allison, as our trio is still heading up, they see three guys snowboarding down. <gasps> When these guys get to the bottom of the mountain, Rifkin, because he doesn't know any better, assumes, right. oh, there, he said there were three more on the mountain, three came off the mountain. Three just came, right. Shuts, shuts down oh, the lift. Oh, no. And they're oh, almost, God. they're not all the way to the top, but they're closer, much closer to the top. Higher than, the than they are, like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. there's parts of a lift where you're like, yes, I can get down. And that you could still see that there's clearly people on one of the chairs. Yes, exactly, yeah. And I think because it's night and because the storm's rolling in, like, there's, like, less visibility. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say where they end up, I'm really bad. I'm bad at children's ages, and I'm terrible at heights. Me too. But I'm saying we're looking at at least a five-story drop. Because to okay, me, yeah. three stories less, maybe you could feel like, okay, maybe I could do this. Yeah. They are I'm, of a distance that you know if you survive, you're going to be very badly injured. Yeah, and I'm on the third floor, and, like, I, looking down, it's, I mean, I would not want to jump, but, like, it is not as high as, like, the highest chairlift. Yes. Yeah, so they are at the highest pinnacle point, and that is going to be the issue. It's like, yeah, because if you're, if you're a story up, you just jump for it and hope for the best, you know? So, unfortunately... The lift stop. However, the lift stopped when they were on it earlier. So they, of course, assume, oh, it's some mechanical right. thing. You know, like somebody, there's some issue. It'll start again. So, of course, Parker's the first one to start a flip out because she's new to this. Yes. You know, she's like, um, but luckily, uh, Dan is trying to distract them. So Dan asks, so what do you think, what do you guys think each, we'll all say, what's the worst way to die? I and- mean, bro, read <laughs> the room. And Dan says, I think it'd be eaten by a shark, but it's not really like about 
it, the being eaten by the shark is terrifying, but it's if you see the fin beforehand, because then you know it's coming, and you see the shark's mouth beforehand. That's what terrifies me. And Parker says, "I would, I think it'd probably be burning in a fire." Yeah, but Lynch says, "No, answer. that's the wrong answer." Like Lynch is like, "I already know the worst way to die." He's like, there no. is a right answer, and I know it. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "Actually, most people in a fire die die of smoke inhalation first, so it's not that bad, you know." And she says, okay. "I just remember bring, watching videos from 9-11. and she says, "I remember watching people jumping from the buildings and thinking, well, how terrifying that must have been. The fire must have been so bad to think I have to jump.'" Knowing that there's no other option. Like, how terrifying. And I'm like, damn, girl, bring it up 9 11 here. That is bold. Um, but and, she, and then Lynch is like, well, actually, they say if you jump from that height, you have a heart attack first. I don't know why we say that. There's no way we could possibly know that. We can't know that. But like, how would you study that when no. the person is hitting the ground? Like, I'm like, that no. makes no sense. No, no. I think we tell ourselves to make, I think you are awake, uh, yes, unfortunately. That's, that's, that's more of a, a suede fears. Yeah, yeah, it's for us. Um, also, I found a soy sauce packet I'm just holding. Like, oh, um, good. A little soy sauce, a little soy sauce um, filled Safety, security blanket, I guess. I don't know. Um, And she's like, okay, Lynch, so I guess you're the only one with the right answer. So what is it? And the answer is the Sarlacc pit, which is from Star Wars. That's not an answer. It's not real. Right. Or are you a a Star Wars gal? I forget. No. Okay. The Sarlacc pit is, um, it is a creature that lives under the ground and Boba Fett was knocked into it. Okay. Um, at one juncture. I have not seen the Boba Fett show, so I don't know how they talk of that moment, if it's before or after. Uh, or the Mandalorian. I'm sorry, I haven't seen any any of the new um, Star Wars no. shows. I only watch horror. Um, but the idea is that it's a creature that if you, sort of a gigantic Venus flytrap that lives under the sand um, of this particular planet. And when you fall into it, you don't die. You're simply digested over thousands of years. Oh. And I well, will like- say... People don't live thousands of years. Well, and that's the thing. I guess we have to assume the thing keeps you alive for that long. Maybe it's like Aye. a source of like protein or something. Sure. So you're slowly, it's like a Venus flytrap, but, but it keeps you alive to sustain itself. Mm-hmm. Which I would say, I I would like that. You hate to see it. You, you hate, hate to, to hear see it. it. You hate to. Um. So, it's, and she's like, oh, okay. Like that doesn't exist. I brought up 9-11, you know. Allison, as they're arguing... We see, much like the shark's fin, we see from the bottom of the hill, the lights start to turn off on every pole. Yes. So but they can't, they don't know. We see it's h- coming. And finally, the light on the nearest pole turns off mm. and they are plunged into darkness. Allison. No. What would you fucking do? What would you do? Uh, it's so scary. Because like, what, like, what do you do? I what would, do you do? I, would, I think I'd kill myself yeah. with a pole. You would say it again? Sorry. I'd, I'd use one of the poles and just stab myself. Okay. See, I would, I was gonna, I would say I was gonna piss and shit myself immediately. Yes, of course. And then I would start screaming and crying. Yes. And then realistically, I think the pole makes a lot of sense. I think that's the right move for you. I yeah. think I would be the one that's like, we gotta jump. But I know that if I jump, I would have immediately flip upside down and my head would explode and I would die. <laughs> Best case scenario. No, if anything, Best I'd probably case fall scenario. again. I don't want to, like, break my legs. Yeah, and you will. Like, there's, like, if you had to jump, whatever you're landing on is broken. Like, it's that Even if you, like, what if you were to, like, slide out and be hanging from the lowest rung, the it's foot, definitely 
going to help, but unfortunately— But that's bare, That's like five feet, and we're talking yeah. about a big— dis- where like five feet probably won't be the difference between you, like— Yes. —saving like your it, legs or not, Like if you had some surviving. sort of like a length of rope or even like a bed sheet where you could sort of lower someone, maybe there'd be like a little bit, but unfortunately— Maybe you could like take off the jackets and like tie them yes. together and like use the— clo- Like, I, you know, obviously it's cold, so that complicates yes. things. But like that would be like my thought at a solution, yeah. realistically— yeah, you would you pissing would, shit and myself off. over the side. Yeah. yeah, you would just take it, just stab yourself with the skin. Yeah, ball. I'd be out of there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pot Save America is brought to you by Helix. If you're looking for better sleep, you need to upgrade your mattress with Helix. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released and high-end Helix Elite Collection, hmm. a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids, which Charlie has. Charlie has a Helix mattress now, just for kids, in his uh, race car bed. Very nice. excited, very happy about it. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes, and uh, it ships straight to your door free of charge. They even offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. If you're a side sleeper, you can choose a model with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief. There are also models with more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, check out enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating while you sleep. It's no wonder Helix has over 12,000 five-star reviews. And you, you've loved your Helix mattress. I love it. I got a Don Lux. There you go. And there it's you go. great. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash crooked. That's helixsleep.com slash crooked. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Parker immediately realizes what's happening. and was like, oh, my God, they forgot we're up here. Dan, of course, like, baby, we're going to be fine. Like, do yeah. not worry. Um, let's calm down. There must be, maybe there's a power outage. They wouldn't leave us up here. Like, this is a ski resort. They have... Do- hundreds of people every day they must have some sort of process by which they make sure like they have cameras somewhere right? yeah all logical things yes very but parker offers it's sunday and this place is closed until friday it's only open friday to sunday if there's if they no. close this off and there's a storm coming they it doesn't matter i mean like it, it, we can't survive that long even if it wasn't freezing cold you know Right. Well, Lynch is like, no, 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 you're being crazy, you know? And then for the first time, they look down, and it's high as hell. Yeah. You know, it is uh, of a distance that you assume, best case scenario, you break both your legs, right? Right. Parker starts screaming. Lynch is trying to shush her. And and Parker— screaming feels like a good thing. Well, yeah, because it's like, he's like, shush, and she's screaming, help. It's right. like, what if somebody, like a maintenance is person. Around. Like, there are people who work on the grounds here. Right. Why, at least try, you know. And it's kind of an area where there's not a lot of other sound. So it's like, if you're screaming, it probably carries further in this particular scenario. Versus if you're in the city or, you know, somewhere yeah, like that. Yeah, right, where it, like, gets drowned out in noise pollution. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere, it's, and a storm's coming. And right, it travels on the mountain. Like, you can hear people yelling yeah. for longer distances. And Parker starts sobbing, and she says, I have to pee wicked bad. Oh, man. See, that sucks. Yeah. And Lynch says, 
Me too. And he tries to strategize how both of them Unfair, because, like, yeah. men, it's just easier. You know, and uh, he's like, she's like, if you take your dick out in front of me, I'm going to puke. And he's like, well, unfortunately, here we are. And he lifts up the bar to pee, sort of like from a sitting position with his dick out. And then the snowstorm just sweeps in. So before he could even piss, there's lightning. It's hard driving snow. Yeah. See, this is where I'm out. Yeah. And Parker even says, it feels like needles hitting my face. Like, it's like uh, almost hail-like. It's like yeah. that icy snow. Icy. Yeah. And Terrible so, ski conditions. Exactly. Thank God they got a full day in. And they tell Lynch, put the safety, because he, he lifted the safety bar to try to lean over to pee so he didn't pee on himself. Yeah. And they're like, put the safety bar down. And they put it down. And right then, as the squall sweeps over, a snowplow machine goes up the mountain. So it's passing underneath them. And they're trying to scream and call, but they're, the, the, the sound between the sound of the storm coming in and then the driver's radio keeps crackling, he can't hear them. You know, it's like wind, it's all this noise. The driver's name is Corey, which I'm like, oh, I, I just nice to know. And he gets a radio transmission says, hey, the mountain is clear and apparently this, this storm is going to be really bad. So come back to base so everyone can just go home already. Allison, they the trio think quickly and they start throwing stuff down onto the ski lift or the, onto the okay. snowplow. Okay. So Parker takes off her helmet, throws it, and misses. <sighs> they throw a pole and misses, but then one of them takes off a ski and it hits. Oh, uh, must have been Lynch takes off a ski and hits the windshield, but it bounces off and it's it's with the snow. I mean, like the driver looks didn't really see. Yeah. He, it looks like, oh, like a branch or something. Like, it, it does, it, there's right. nothing to It doesn't register as, like, there's people trying to get my attention. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, uh, and so he just drives away. He drives down the mountain, and he's gone. Oh, my God. Wall stops, and they are freezing, covered in snow. Mm-hmm. Lynch is still trying to insist the power is going to come back on. He also tells a joke, and Allison, I'm going to repeat this joke, and uh, no offense to anyone, because they're supposed to be in New Hampshire, no offense okay. to anyone from New Hampshire. What does a 14-year-old New Hampshireite tell her father after she's lost her virginity? What? Get off me. You're crushing my Marlboros. All right. He then starts asking. He's just trying to, like, say anything. Like, anything to keep, like, the mood yeah. from addressing the reality of where they are. And he says, top three breakfast cereals of all time. Go. Allison, what are your top three... Breakfast cereals of all time. Are I you mean, a breakfast cereal so, gal? I so I go through waves. I like sometimes yeah. I'm like I'm in cereal mode, and then yeah. sometimes I'm like I don't want to look at cereal. I mean, my favorite treat one as a kid was always cinnamon toast crunch. That was my mm. number one um, dessert cereal. Yes, um, I would say I really like a honey nut Cheerio. A uh, classic, absolutely. Like, I'll put that in anything. I'll eat a bowl of that very happily. And then I would say, um, I used to like Smart Start. Remember Smart Start? I do. I think I remember hating it, but I, it's such, it's a very particular, all yeah. of this is so personal. You know what yeah. I mean? What about you? What would yours be? I would say my dessert ones are from childhood, Cookie Crunch mm-hmm. or um, Golden Grams. Oh, big Golden Grams fan. Do you remember Honey Graham O's? No. They were so sweet, they hurt your mouth. Oh, okay. This does sound familiar. Honey Graham O's. They're, like, big, cr- and they're super, super crunchy. They're these, like, big, like, Ooh, fried, had these. crunchy O's. I mean, if you ever come across them, give them a whirl. And then they had these, like, really hard, crunchy clusters of, like, kind of, like, a brown sugar crumble on them. Okay. Uh, okay. They were dessert. 
Um, yeah, I will say I, I've been going to the Target near me and they, um, capitalism, ladies and gentlemen, capitalism. there are 12 new kinds of Cheerios. I want to try them all. Uh, yes. we, we got a lemon, a frosted lemon. We got a honey vanilla. I want to try them, but, uh, it's like 12 different versions of Cheerios. I, I, I struggle to find a doctor who is accepting patients, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. guess it doesn't hurt for me to buy these, but then I don't know, just like almost like this, it strikes you. Yes. Our priorities. That being said, I'm going to get the lemon ones. They do look delicious. Yeah. And I would there say, is a, there is a, um, a brand that like, I only see them sometimes. And whenever I see them, I buy like two boxes, but they're basically like, they're, they're not Cheerios, but they're Cheerio style. Okay. Um, but they're cinnamon. Ooh. Okay. Instead of honey, like, Big fan. If you ever come across those. And always, with every cereal, a banana. Like, to me, if Mm -hmm. I'm having a bowl of cereal, I want a banana cut up in it. Yeah. I want Honey Nut Cheerios with a banana. Okay, yes. For some reason, the banana is a breakfast fruit. 100% it's a breakfast fruit. Thank you. Um, where, where, are we, where are we picking up? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. T- top 10, uh, top three celebrities you'd fuck. Allison, top three. Give me top three celebrities. Who would you Tom fuck? Tom Hardy. Great. Um, 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 Mark Ruffalo. Great, good. in the mix. Great choice. Um, can't see why I wouldn't be. Um, I can't even name a third person. That's fine. That's uh, two. I would say. That's the, two names I could think of right now. I think that's two. That's pretty good for us. Yeah. Um, what about my you? First answer I think would be Salma Hayek. Yes. And then I throw Salma Hayek on my list. I mean, my God, <laughs> she's like, so hot. She's Jesus still so hot. Fucking Christ. Well, Why I is think, she's still so hot. Well, I, but I guess we live in a patriarchy, and like yeah. we, there's this idea. Like I'm just saying, like the hottest women I know are in their 40s, 50s. Like yes, that idea absolutely. of no it question. is like no question. Whatever. Like I, it's also tied to like fertility and all that stuff. And it's like yeah, okay, yeah, but have you spoken to a woman who is in their 50s? Like grow up. Right. But I, that's the only one that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll think more on this, though. Rachel Weiss. Stunning. I um, saw Rachel Weiss and Daniel Craig eating dinner once a couple of years ago, and I was like, <laughs> I'll fuck both of you here. Like, I don't understand. Like, they're so hot. They're like, ma'am, please back away from the table. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting us know. Please back away. And then uh, after that question, Dan interrupts and says, someone needs to jump. No, because if we're up here all week, if the, if if what Parker all says is true, week, and it makes sense, like we can't survive up here, we will freeze to death. Yeah, and Lynch is like, um, uh, what's your what's the best Christmas present you ever get? You ever got? You know, he's like trying to ignore yeah. what's Dan saying, and Parker says, oh, Shayna, my puppy. So she just got a puppy for Christmas. Oh, puppy. And also, when she's getting a cigarette out, I'd be just fucking chain smoking. Oh, I'd her. be chain smoking. Burn I'd be like, her. let's wrap this up, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, just said fire to the chair. Um, yeah. But uh, while she's getting her cigarettes out, she drops one of her gloves. And Dan looks at her face and realizes it's already getting red. She's getting frostbite on her face. So Allison, Dan decides he's going to be one to jump. Allison? I don't like it. He jumps and he hits the ground at a standing position. Mm-hmm. And we see his legs, I would say, explode. Yeah. Both femurs shatter so badly, they burst through the skin. Allison, you hate to see it. If you were to fall, if you were to jump, and you had control over the way you landed. Which I wouldn't. But let's say you could. I don't know what other options are there. Like, however you land, you're going to be so badly injured. What yeah. would you, how would you land? Part of me was like, do you land, try and land on your side? Okay. 
But I'd be concerned. I'd be, I would hit my head. Yeah, if you could land, like, I mean, like, you'll lose your shoulder <laughs> and your hip. Like, I mean, it's, right, like, you'd break that arm. You'd break the ribs. You might puncture your, like, it's like, look, there is no good way to go down. Let me see what Google has to say about this. Best way. Because if you're going, if you land feet first, land like, the pressure is on the smallest. You know what I mean? It's like there's such a small point. Like the impact is so intense. But if it if you kind of go down on your side, the surface area okay. might. So this is Harvard EDU. Now, to be fair, I think they're talking about just a regular fall, not a fall from a <laughs> five story. But they say fall sideways if possible. Use your shoulder and use your shoulder to protect your head. So yes. I guess if you were to land like this, you would again you would die. But if in this scenario. Right. It also says here's some other uh, suggestions in case anyone finds themselves falling. Um, uh, fall like a sack of beans. So try to relax. Everything. I do everything like a sack of beans. So try to relax everything. Yeah, you know how that ability to just. I don't know how to relax, and I'm on vacation. You think I'm gonna be able to relax? <laughs> falling through the air. Falling to my death. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Fall on the soft, fleshy places like your button thighs. I, again, if I fall on my you would, butt, your spine, my spine would snap would, in it. <laughs> my spine would explode out of my fucking back, bitch. Like, give me a break. It would go through your skull. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, listen, Harvard. I'm, you know, we didn't go there, but like, come on. <laughs> no, um, no, but obviously they're talking about if you trip and if you fall, just are like falling, and fall on your butt. That makes more sense than having your head hit the concrete. But <laughs> anywho, as you can imagine, there is no way this could have gone not horribly, right? So the problem is, not only is he in horrible pain, but he cannot walk. So, like, he's stuck right. there screaming. And he can't do any of the things he's trying to do to help them, which exactly. is to go get assistance. Exactly. So now he's assistance. just trapped. He's essentially the exact same situation, but 30, like, or 40 feet below them. And you know worse. What I mean? to, like, and and in, in pain. horrible bleeding, like, shock, blood loss. It uh-huh. is still freezing. Maybe the um, cold would slow the blood loss. That's what I was wondering if maybe but, the cold would also prevent, like, infection. Yeah. And listen, I can't hurt, but it did hurt when he hit the ground. <laughs> For <and> sure. Dead. <laughs> like that fucking um, uh, submersible. Uh, like I said, imploded. Yeah. I will say the like the, um, the the special effects aren't that great, but the effect is awful. And yes. I and I uh, uh, Lynch throws down his handkerchief, and so uh, uh, I used to think that Dan would lose consciousness, but he's awake and he's that sucks. screaming. But he's tying off his leg, and I will say uh, all the acting this is really good. I only say oh, nice. that because it is mostly just them trapped talking yeah, to one another. Yeah, it's a small... Yeah, so to be good... So his this guy's name is Kevin Zegers. He's been in a ton of stuff. Let's see. Um, the Mortal Instruments. I never saw that. He was in Transamerica. I didn't see that. Fuck, I haven't mm, seen like, either. Oh, he's in yeah. Gossip Girl. Um, he's in The Rookie, Colon Feds. Um, sure. He's been in a million things that I have not seen. Yeah. So, But he's great in this movie. I really... Because he has to... He's the emotional heart and then has yes. to, he's, he's, he's like screaming, this panic, like, help oh, me, please. And it's, it really is heartrending. Um, uh, and at one point, Parker is so distraught. She's like, I'm going to jump down. I have to be there with him. But Lynch is like, do not do don't that. Don't do that. And and Dan hears it and she he's screaming, don't jump, stay up there. Because he, he's like, if you jump, this, this didn't same, work. happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> So here's the new plan. And they pivot, and they're like, we have a new plan. I'm like, what else can you do? Maybe I can climb up to the cable and get to a chair that's closer to the ground. You got to be careful, man. Those cables are razor sharp. Allison, just as they come up with this, I would say, pretty good plan, 
In the distance they hear the howling of wolves. No. Dan hears it and you're screaming, in part out of distress, another part because it's like, I need to scream to keep the wolves away. Right. And Parker says, no, 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 no. And she's trying to yell down, like, it's it's not the worst case scenario. It could be the Sarlacc pit, which my um, autocar kept, kept changing to the garlic pit. Hmm. I'd love to die in a garlic pit. I'd love to die in a garlic pit. Lynch goes to stand up and reach for the cable. And he says, you know, I've never been afraid of heights until right now. It's like, yeah, sorry, bitch. Yeah, this bro. is on you. You have to do this. He also says, I have never been able to successfully do a pull-up. It's like, yeah, this... Okay, well, this is going to be really hard then. Allison, Dan looks up, and a wolf is snarling at him from about 10 feet away. No. And, and he, he can't move. He can't move. And he screams, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And so Parker is like, she takes off her snowboard, and she's throwing it at the wolf, and it scares the wolf away for now. Now. Dan reports he has lost feeling in both his legs. So he's like, I feel good that I they don't hurt, but it also seems like a bad sign that I'm losing sensation in my legs. That is a bad sign. And Lynch realizes that Parker's skin is getting more and more discolored, so she's getting more frostbite on her face. And it's sort of mm-hmm. like they're they're bundled up, except for her glove is gone, and, but their faces are exposed, you know? Right. And Lynch is like, fuck it, we gotta do this. And he reaches up to the cable. And Dan tells him, be careful because the cable will be freezing cold and razor sharp. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why don't they just make out of, like, barbed wire at that I point? I mean, basically. I guess they it's were probably also just frozen and, yes. like, icy. Exactly. So it's like icy, slippery, pointy, and a hard metal. <laughs> the worst of the seven dwarves. <laughs> and right as Lynch goes to pull himself, like, out of the chair, he looks down and the wolves are surrounding Dan. So he drops back into the car and they're, like, both uh, he and Parker are trying to scream, you know, trying to scare the wolves away. And... Allison, there's about a half dozen wolves. No, that's too many wolves. And Dan screams, don't let her look. And Lynch grabs Parker's face and, like, makes her look at him as we hear the wolves start to tear Dan apart. And he's screaming as he's being torn apart, don't let her look. And she's screaming at Lynch, trying to fight him, being like, let me look. Because what else, which I understand the impulse is like, I can't be there, I have to look. Yeah, right. It's, It's a tough, like... You yes. don't want to look, but you do want to look. I, that I don't know what I would do. I would probably look just because it would feel like I'm there in some more mm-hmm. significant way, even though it's like, no, you're not, you know, like. But um, unfortunately, while they cannot look, they certainly can hear. Yeah. And so we hear Dan screaming and Parker Lynch are also screaming, like basically into each other's faces so they don't look down. And finally, Dan falls silent and all the wolves howl. And both Parker and Lynch are, like, sobbing. I genuinely teared up at this point. I mean, like, wow, it's yeah, awful. I don't. Yeah, like, you were completely powerless to save both your, either your best friend or the love of your life. Like, it's so sad. Um, pour one out for, pour out a ski lodge hot chocolate for a real one, because that's a feature rap on Dan. Oh, Listen, he Dan. tried his absolute best. I'm sorry, Dan. Ugh. Alice and Parker Lynch are still stuck on the ski lift. No. I have to live through this, and it's like, well, fuck. And Lynch reveals when he started to reach onto the cable, it is so sharp, it cuts through it cut through his gloves, and his palms are already shredded. And because they're trapped, Parker kind of does what Lynch was doing earlier and picks a fight with him. 
Mm-hmm. So sort of like distract in like this human way. And she says, why did you let him jump? Ellen's just like, you didn't stop him either. Like, and she says, he wouldn't have listened to me. He actually listens to you. And Lynch says, I know what you're thinking. It should have been me. I should have jumped. And Parker's like, I'm not saying that, obviously. But then he comes back. He's like, you know, if you hadn't tried to force yourself into our thing, then maybe this wouldn't have happened. It's like, Lynch, that doesn't make any sense. That's not helping. And a good, I think a good reminder for our audience, in a crisis, try your best not to go wide with it. You know what I mean? Like, I know they're obviously, they want to blame each other when, because there's simply nothing else to do. This, this is not a scenario in which it's anyone's fault, truly. Yes. And eventually they both break down crying and they like hold each other. And as they, you know, sort of go on, as the night goes on, Parker turns and she remembers the phone number that Lynch, because Lynch said, would you guys help me remember this, the, uh, Shannon's phone number? And she tells him the full number. Wow. And Lynch is like, I'm going to ask her to marry me. No messing around. I'm just going to call her. I'm going to be like, hey, Shannon, it's Joe. For the chairlift, will you marry me? We're gonna house and have two kids. Have dog named Steve. And she's gonna be. She has a lot of money, actually. She. It's gonna be her house. She's an orthodontist. She's an extremely successful orthodontic press. She's like orthodontists make good money. That's that's. I, I love yeah. that for you. He's like, and then we're gonna get a dog named Steve. Oh. And Parker starts panicking because Shayna, her puppy, has not been fed. So then she. So it's like watching. Honest to God, and the. Actress who plays uh, uh, Parker is also great. It's like a five-minute realization of her dog will die because she's the only right. one with key to her apartment, and no one knows. And no like, one knows she's not there. And so she if can't they don't find anyone. us for a week, then her dog, the dog will die. Dead. So it's like knowing this, and she's like, "My dog's gonna think I abandoned it." Oh. And if someone finds finds us, we'll be frozen, and our, my dog will be dead, and we'll have no. We'll just think I left her there. And she's like sobbing and the tears are freezing to her face. And she keeps trying to wipe her face but because she has frostbite. Lynch says, don't wipe your face because your skin's going to come off. Because her skin (sighs) is like, I know, it's awful. Oh, the actress's name is Emma Bell. She's on The Walking Dead. Again, I didn't watch The Walking Dead. Um, She's a lot of stuff. She's great. Oh, she's in Final Destination 5. We got to do. Oh, we got to do more of the Final Destination. We got to do it. We got to do them. Um. So she's panicking and Lynch is like, no, no, the people, your neighbors will hear the dog and they're going to kick in the door when the dog barks. That dog's going to bark all night. You know what I mean? The super, the landlord's going to come. Someone will call someone for the dog. If a dog was nonstop barking, I would call like the super or the doorman yeah. or something and be like, hey, like in like 2L, like somebody's going nuts. Like somebody should go check. Yeah. And he's like, oh, also the, we're not going to die. So we'll get back there. And it's sort of like, well, the other thing you said was more plausible. <laughs> we're just like, someone will save yeah, your dog even though you are going to freeze to death. Yeah. She says, I just want to see my mom and my dad. Allison, dawn breaks on the mountain. So they've survived the night. The lodge is all closed up tight. Everyone's gone. And now everything's covered in snow. So it's sort of like to even get back there, there will have to be like plows and stuff. So it it has, things have gone from bad to worse in as much as that now snow is covering things. And there people are going to be slower to come back to the mountain. Does that make sense? Yes. We they look down and we also has see the that. snow gotten high enough? Like, is it so, like, is that assisting the distance? Well, I, I believe so. So we look okay. down and Dan's corpse is now pretty much covered, other than his fingers. So Ugh. his fingers are poking out, but I think they did that. There have been a a significant pillow of snow, but perhaps not quite so much that your again your legs would not explode for you to jump. Right. Um, but again, they're going to have to revisit these questions. So we see Lynch and Parker, and she wakes up first, and her bare hand is frozen to the safety bar. 
This is in the trailer. And she goes to lift it and she starts prying it off. I'm saying, kill two birds with one stone. You, you haven't peed yet. Try to piss in your hand and then put it on and your then, frozen hand. Yes. I, and, that is so, I was, because my, my first instinct was spit. Also but, yeah. a great idea. Yeah. But piss on your hand. Piss into your hand, put it on your other hand, see if that, but she, instead she just rips her rips hand off. off. So the, her palm skin gets ripped off on the bar. Oh my God. And I would have, I also said even spit would have been probably would have yes. helped. Yeah, look at us. And her sobbing as she does this wakes Lynch up and he goes, oh no, I thought we dream, I was dreaming this. I In my dream, this wasn't real. And he looks over and there's a big brown and red spot on her cheek, which is like fully frostbitten. Yeah. So the skin on her face is dying. And he says, do not touch your face because that skin's going to come right off. And he says, well, it's morning. Maybe someone will come up. We don't know. Like, maybe they have maintenance people during the week. You know, I mean, like, look. After a storm, you might, yeah. I know. But it's also like. No, no, no. Like, you might, like, there might be, like, we got to go check and just see if anything got destroyed in the storm. Yeah, electrical or, like, yeah, somebody checking the lift. And he's like, plus when we don't come to, so it's like, now it's Monday. It's like, when we don't come to class, people are going to be asking where we are. So, like, there will be, there is some sort of timeline of people realizing, and and they know that we go to this place a lot. So, you know, but again, it's like the timeline of that is not in their favor. No. And he says, I'm going to get to the lift pole, and I'm going to climb down. Even though his hands are shredded, he's like, there's no other option. I don't see any other way. And she's like, well, maybe let's wait a couple hours to see if anyone shows up, if anyone comes in, and then... If if not, then you could do it. And she finally just pisses her pants, and she's sobbing, yeah. and she's trying to wipe the tears off her face, and the pe- frostbitten patch of her skin just comes off off her off her, uh. her face. It's also forming around her mouth, and Lynch is also getting frostbite patches, like red patches, and he falls back to sleep probably because his body is shutting down. Yeah. And later they wake up and they're like, "Oh, the sun's actually kind of nice right now because it's the sun's out." And Parker goes. Lynch, why don't you ever have a girlfriend? And I was like, oh, girl, we got it. Leave this guy alone. Like, yeah, he's probably he never going to have a girlfriend. He could yeah. have a girlfriend in the future if he wasn't trapped on a ski lift. Yeah, it may be in heaven. He could meet a nice lady, Aww. Liz Levin style. Yes. Um, and she's like, well, you're a decent guy, and chicks clearly dig you. And he tells a story about, like, basically his first love. They met during Frost Show. They both love E.T. He says, we both loved E.T. and Aerosmith. We were soulmates, you know, like that shit you read about, which sure. I love. And, like, being in college, where it's like, we both I love E.T. and Aerosmith. Yeah, you know? that, like, popular movies and popular music that, like, that's an inseparable bond that nobody else could challenge. It's very, it's very college. Sweet. It's very sweet. Unfortunately, she liked this this frat guy named Dean, or I thought she did. And one day they were at lunch and he says, like, Annie was sitting with, like, my back was to the, like, cafeteria and I was facing the wall at Annie. And Annie was looking behind me and laughing. And she says, Dean's making fun of you. But when he turned around, he couldn't even see where Dean was. And it was just sort of like some guy, I don't even know what he looks like, is laughing at me and you'd rather talk to him than me. So he just walked out. And he's like, you know, I always wonder, like, if I, like, really tried to talk to her or, like, I don't know. And also, they're, like, 20. So, it's, like, what do you I don't know. He's, like. Yeah. It's, yeah. And he's, like, well, look, baby, when we go home, you should call her and be, like, listen, that was fucked up. But, like, I still clearly have feelings for you. He's, like, oh, I can't do that. She's dating Dean. So, it's, like, well, he was right. It's just sort yeah. of, like. So, I think it was, like, oh, that. I'm still not over that. Yeah. And Parker says, Dan was the one. Dan was the Aww. boy I was going to marry. Like, I, he was the one. And. They, and then Lynch tells Parker about meeting Dan. He does describe him constantly as fat, but in my mind, it's cute. 
but he, yeah. he met Dan in first grade and he was new to the school and he couldn't stop crying. And the teacher says, well, maybe you could sit with one of your friends, even Aww. though he's just new. And he pointed to Lynch and he's like, I want to sit with him. And so they end up being friends and then going to college together, like friends forever. And Lynch says, Lynch tells her, Dan didn't die just for you and I to die up here too. So yeah. let's fucking do this. He's let's going try. to try and um, scale the cable again. So Allison, my question to you, who will survive? Who will survive? I think Parker is going to survive and just barely. Like, okay, great. Bare, like at the very last second, someone's going to be able to rescue her or seize her or like gets to her. But I think that Lynch is not going to survive. Alan, oh my God, Alan. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, oh, I was going to say um, Allison, but I was thinking of Dr. Allen. Dr. Allen from We dentist. did not, in the dentist, I skipped over who will survive. And I think that's because I didn't want anyone to survive. I, I yeah. think it was like the protagonist is like, I don't give a fuck if this motherfucker lives from <laughs> jump. So then I think maybe that's mentally, I just skipped right over it. You so were just I like, it doesn't matter. Though. That's okay. Yeah, I don't, fuck him. I don't need to know. Like, I hope everyone dies. Not really, but I, I hope he did. Well, not die. Paula Roberts, but, you know. Yeah, not dear. And she didn't. Paula Roberts. Oh, yeah. Paula Roberts made it. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, go listen to The Dentist when we get Listen to, to The Dentist and then come back and finish this. And Paula Roberts would survive this movie, no question. Paula yes, Roberts would have already absolutely, No doubt in my mind. Yeah, snuggled up in front of a fire. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Also, we see Lynch get up and he starts hoisting himself down the cable, again, cutting into his hands. Allison, as soon as the wolves see this, they run out of the woods. And, and like now there's them. blood in the water. Like, I mean, I imagine yeah. the same way with sharks, like there's blood in the water. You know, and it's one of those things where it's like wolves would only, wolves don't really attack people, but they would if they no. were starving. And it's like, well, they would if they were encroaching on their habitat, on their habitat. or they didn't have food because of climate change. Like, I think the implication is, like, these wolves are, star- are starving, so that's why yes. they're acting like this. <clears throat> like, it's not a normal thing right. in New Hampshire to be attacked by wolves. Um, and we see his hands get cut over and over again. And finally, he gets to the next chair. So, basically, it's them, another chair, and then the pole. So, he's able to, like, get to the next chair and, and rest for a second. Okay. And take a breather. Allison, Parker looks up, and the actual screws connecting the uh her car their car they had been on to the cable mechanism is coming undone and i was like what kind of shithole fucking ski resort is this right they've just been sitting on it. it's not like they've been dancing i guess they're moving around a little bit but like but like no more than you would be in a standard day of of it gets a lot of wear exactly so she's watching this and 
Lynch says to Parker, throw, throw, because there's a ski pole. They still have one ski pole. Throw the ski pole as far as you can towards the pole. Because when he gets to the ground, Allison, he's he going to have to weapon. fight off at least a half a dozen wolves. No, that sucks. out for blood. That sucks. So he starts scaling, and he's doing a lot better. And, and Parker's like, oh, my God, you're doing it. And finally gets to the pole and starts climbing down the ladder. He gets to the ground. He is immediately set upon by wolves, Allison. Yes, of course. Luckily, he's able to get the ski pole that Parker threw. And he's like, sit still. I'm going to get somebody. And then because he's so weak, he doesn't put on skis or a snowboard. He literally just grabs a snowboard and sits on it and starts sliding down the mountain. That is smart. smart. That's smart. Just fucking get moving. That's just smart. Allison. But as he slides, the wolves start chasing him. Of course. And we're left with Parker, who is there alone. And night falls again. And there's no... And then being by yourself, like, at least when there's another person with you, like, even after Dan died, like, there's, like, you keep each other from going crazy. You talk about scenarios that could, like, maybe work out. Like, when it's just you. Yeah. Oh, boy. And so there's, we don't see Lynch return. There's certainly no rescue team. Nothing has changed. Allison, she wakes up in the morning. So she's been there. They've been there two, two nights. nights. Wakes up, barely survived. At one point, I thought her she was frozen to the bar, but really it's just like her frostbite is sort of like yeah. coming off her face. And she looks up and sees the screw connecting the, the chair wobbling, and then the screw just pulls apart. And the chair falls, but because it's still connected to the cable, it kind of gets caught by the cable and swings. So okay. it's sort of like the, the actual car, uh, chair she's in is suspended by the broken cable. And you can hear that very classic, like, ping yeah. pong, like as it starts to break apart. Yeah. So she's dangling, panicked, halfway between the sky and the ground, and then the cable snaps entirely. But to your point, she, she's because of it, she's closer to the ground. Yeah. She falls. She's fine. Allison, the car falls on top of her, breaking her leg. No. And no. As I, and I say this at this moment, which is something I say to myself every night when they look in the mirror, this bitch cannot catch a break. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, God, woman. But she has no choice but to survive, so she's able to hoist the chair off and then just starts crawling down the mountain on her stomach because she cannot walk. And there's like all basically everything's covered in snow. So there's no other. Right. She can't find the other skate, uh, snowboard. Yeah, it's been too long. Also, there's wolves on the mountain. There's wolves on the mountain. And she slides down only to basically slide into Lynch's torn apart corpse being picked apart by wolves. And she sort of braces herself. But Allison, the wolves have been satiated because they ate two people already. Okay. They look at her, they're like stained with blood, but they look very full and sleepy. And they they're just like, follow her. And so she has to keep going out like a penguin sliding down the fucking mountain. And she like at one point she has to like get up. So she's like half sliding, half just stumbling, like the propulsion oh of her falling oh is down the mountain. And she finally sees the road. But as she tries to wave to a car, her leg gives way. And she has to belly crawl, crawling to the snow. And I thought for sure she was going to be hit by a logging truck or something. I, mean, I was like, absolutely Dear God, what I'm please. expecting. But she's so tired, she basically starts succumbing to the elements. And she yes. puts her head down the, on the sh- shoulder, too exhausted to go on. And a minivan whips around the corner, but thank God sees her in time and veers out of the way. And the driver runs over and helps her up. And we see her 
with her head on the passenger win- side window as the driver calls on uh, the hospital or 911 is like, the hospital's only 10 minutes away. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay, baby. You're gonna be okay. The end. Oh. I know. Also, what are some fatal mistakes you think people made in the movie? Frozen. Fatal mistakes. Once they were stuck, I think everyone did, like, all they could do. Yes. I, I think they were really do brainstorming. They were working well together. Like, I would say, what else yeah. could you do? But I think say. just not bringing their phones with them. Yeah. That was, oh, the, that like, was if, a mistake. That was If it. they had had their phones... Yeah. You could have set out an emergency alert or something, yeah. um, even if you didn't have, like, service. Like, you know, there's always some kind of, like, SOS call. Um, other than that, I mean, everybody really did try their best, both, like, physically to escape, but also, like, emotionally to keep each other going. They really did. And then even after Dan was, again, torn apart by wolves— you know, like Lynch and Parker really came together and they shared stories about him and, and sort of bonded in a way that at least kept her alive, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, I feel like they did the best they possibly could. They really yeah. did. They I, did I, better I, than like we would have Like this is just been. a bad situation. I, one of those bad situations. <laughs> that bad situations that you don't want to find yourself in. Um, and then where would you place Frozen on the spooky scale, Allison? A spooky scale. Heights is one of my big fears, and being mm. trapped in heights is up there. Like, I think that this is a. a I'm between a seven and an eight. Okay. I think, like, the frostbite, the isolation, the, like, even if you get down, there's wool. Like, it's just, like, it's inescapable. And those are all, like, pretty real scenarios you could find yourself in. So yes, I'm yeah. going to say, I'm going to say seven and a half. I'm doing a lot okay, of halves okay. these days. Um, okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say six. Um, okay, sure. I, a 10 for enjoyment. I really like this movie. I feel like because of the nature of how it's formatted in the actual scenario, like, there, you do get downtime. Where, mm-hmm. like, I really enjoyed, I thought, like, again, the acting was great. Like, they really sold these, like, little anecdotal moments. But it sort of gave you, it took away from me the scares to have those sort of warm moments. Mm-hmm. For, I right. like a horror yeah. that's more um, unrelenting. Like that's to yes. me what is scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I still really enjoyed it. And I would say um, in terms of as a film, uh, a 10 out of 10, loved it. And um, if, you, if, if you're scared of any of these things, Either do or don't watch this, depending yes. on which variety of listener you are. Yes. But yeah, I, I'll tell you the wolves. I, I wasn't expecting the wolves. The wolves know? are a, a little bit of a left turn, and they really upped the ante. So they really did. And I appreciated that. Tough. Um, and I guess I all shout out. I realize I didn't say who wrote or directed this. I apologize, everybody. And it is written and directed by Adam Green, um, who also, let's see. Okay, he uh, worked in the Hatchet franchise. We've not delved sure. into the Hatchet franchise, um, but we will have to, of course. And um, yeah, this was um, this was a treat. This was an absolute treat. Uh, a movie that I had wanted to watch for a while because I it keeps getting recommended to me. Um, I believe on Shutter. 
Uh, So yeah, thank you so much for listening, everybody. We will continue with um, our worst fears. All of our fears. And they will be realized. Yeah. I know. Um, Yes, dentist heights and and God knows. What if a dentist was up real high, Allison? Oh, high up dentist. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, And until next time, thank you for listening. And um, please, please keep keep it it spooky. Come on. Come on. Don't forget to follow us at Ruin Podcast and Crooked Media for show updates. And if you're as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review. Ruined is a Radio Point and Crooked Media production. We're your writers and hosts, Hallie Kiefer and Allison Livey. The show is executive produced by Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder, and recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. From Crooked Media, our executive producer is Kendra James, with production and promotional support from Ari Schwartz, Kyle Sieglin, Julia Beach, Caroline Dumphy, and Awa Okalati. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.